0: Excuse me, princess.
1: A reputation. Now you're playing with power. Superpower. Sonic 2 handles stubborn stains. Embarrassing bold spots, no problem.
0: Warning. Incoming game. Imagine it is a cold winter's day on your brother's birthday, and you are forced to be stuck in your room the whole time while one of his friends and him sit around and play N64 that just came out. It's Mm -hmm. super exciting. And you want to play it the worst thing ever. You'll it's play. snowy
1: outside.
0: Snowy outside. There's right? jingle bells happening. It's just you sitting in your room, uh, playing. you playing Super Nintendo, trying to distract yourself. Just knowing, listening that is, to Kylie Minogue. You can. You can hear. Yes, you can hear. It's 64 sounds and Mario jumping around from the other room, and it's just getting you more irritated. Mm-hmm. So you sit there and you wait and you bide your time because you know soon they're going to be going out to eat for the, for his birthday, and then you'll spring in your trap. That's when you'll.
1: That's when you'll kill your brother. That's when you'll kill everyone. <laughs> no, as soon
0: as they leave, you know that that 64 will be free. No one will be touching it. Mm-hmm. It'll be all yours for the claiming. You'll claim your prize. You'll finally get to play, for the first time, a treasured game of, 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 of great worth and meaning. That is Super Mario 64. And it will change your life. Henceforth.
1: That and day. then, it'll leave you and you'll be really mad about it for a couple of years but you'll find somebody new you'll find somebody you know it's no, going to be okay they'll
0: show up in your life every once in a while <laughs> you know you'll feel a little bitter about him but after a while you be like all right that's just super mario 64 look right? i'm
1: happy for i'm happy for super mario 64 like, First okay
0: second. goodness
1: this went dark
0: yeah, I'm glad I got that up, though. Glad we got that I'm up. I'm glad
1: that we. This feels like therapy. I
0: feel like, yeah, 64 and us. Mario 64, I mean, it's like an ex girlfriend for us, right? Didn't we really break our hearts, but it did set forth our tastes.
1: <laughs> That's actually a good, re- really good, um, good point. Mario 64, as a 3D game, is that first crush. Yeah. Like when you're an adult. You look back, and you look at them now, and you're like, I'm really glad I didn't make that decision. Because maybe later on, right, it's later on in life, that crush has made some different decisions. That first crush, maybe, um, I don't know, maybe they decided to open a boutique that has the name of a color and an animal. Like, I don't know. The yellow buffalo or something. <laughs> or the... Let's actually, let's Google that right now. Blue Barracuda. The Blue Barracuda. Or perhaps the Silver Monkey. Or the Purple Parrot. Or the Purple Parrot. <laughs> all of these could either be names of Legends of the Hidden Temple teams, or they could be names of boutiques of women who still wear the bumpet in 2020. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, of course. And I'm sure everybody who's listening knows what the bumpet is. But the pony Mario 64. Dump it real good. Standard setting game.
0: It's true. You know, it's funny because, mm-hmm. like, for me and anyway, you, I imagine it's our first 3D game. Right. And I think it influenced, like, which direction we went Yeah. as far as, like, with 3D games. Sure. With, with consoles. Mm-hmm. Do you think our taste would be completely different if we started out with PlayStation 1 instead?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think we would be different people. If we'd started out with PlayStation 1. So,
0: if we so if we started with 64, we're, we're yeah. Nintendo Loyalist. But if we started PlayStation, we'd be, like, really into Call of Duty or something.
1: Uh, probably. <laughs> but, no, I mean, like, in, in all seriousness, I mean, I think there is probably a big difference. I think a lot of the kids who grew up playing PlayStation 1 are probably kids who moved on to things like, you know, PS2 and PS3. And I had a PS2 as well. But I wasn't the person who was looking for those competitive experiences. Yeah. Right? And I feel like PS One sets your standards for like realism, and you want that out of your games well, consecutively, yeah. right? And say like although PS One was 32 bits, <clears throat> obviously it's a you know it's a little bit of a different thing. Welcome to retro reset, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> we just got right into the conversation. It's been a while,
0: and we're a little little we're brushing the dust off. Yeah, the dust is gone for the most part.
1: Yeah, I'm just dust. I'm dusting a little dust off my shoulder. Yeah. Right? I'm feeling it's been, I'm feeling exhausted. Yeah. I'm feeling happy because guess what?
0: Retro resets back.
1: Retro resets back. And you know what else I'm happy about? What? We're doing this podcast in a world where Donald Trump is no longer going to be the president.
0: Yeah. Retro political reset.
1: Kind of psyched about that. (laughs) I don't even feel like that's a political opinion anymore. If there's somebody in, it's true. If he's
0: since he's no longer president, it's technically not political.
1: This is more. This Even is more of my still, opinions on on reality TV. So
0: I've always been. So like, has that, since he's no longer, he's still president until January twentieth, though, right?
1: Yes, I technically he's still president. So it's still political, but it's a technically it, political. But here's the thing, I don't care. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's good. I don't care. It is cause to celebrate considering Mm -hmm. how bad 2020 has been in general.
1: Yes, and how how a lot of that bad has been perpetrated by an orange man.
0: It's nice to see a diamond in the turd, you know?
1: (laughs) If you haven't listened to this podcast before, I'm Alan. I'm Kyle. And we go back in time every episode. To look at old games mm-hmm. as they were played in the time they existed. In the
0: year 1990X, sometimes 1980X. Maybe we'll go even further this time.
1: 1970X. Yeah. Someday. we got
0: enough plutonium, man. We could do it. Oh, yeah.
1: I bet we could do some arcade episodes at some sure. point. That would That's be a fun. lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, and maybe we'll do 2000X sometimes. 20X? Yeah.
0: I could do it, 20XX? 20XX.
1: Yes. So the point is... um.
0: We're doing it the old school way. We're
1: doing it the old school way. No games. No games. No games. We do it all our heads. We good. do not play any games. We just write it we down just, on a piece of paper. I sit down and I imagine myself playing the game <laughs> Yeah. in a dark room with no clothes on, <laughs> incredibly sweaty.
0: Covered in canola oil.
1: Covered in canola oil <laughs> and <laughs> mentholated uh, um, uh, Vicks Vapor Rub.
0: Yep. And you just have like...
1: Just... Thousands, Head to of, toe.
0: thousands of dollars in goop products
1: <laughs> thousands of dollars in goop stickers made from official nasa material yes. goop the brand brought to you by gwyneth paltrow yes this episode not at all sponsored by goop
0: i don't think i even if she offered <laughs> i was like i'm sorry you're just too weird
1: this podcast is actually sponsored by me drinking caffeine at nine at night and probably not sleeping tonight that's fine but that's really okay yeah, cause um, it's, it's Saturday, so it's time to party. How you been, man? Tell me about your life. Uh, pretty good. I um, know about it, but tell the listeners. So I don't really care. Uh, about I know
0: your life. for those of you who haven't heard the 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 return to form flash intro, like we're coming back. Yes. Uh, episode. I've been have now with child since the last time we started the podcast. Yeah, I think Rowan was born. Like four or five months after the last episode. Three or four months. I think the last episode was in October of 2019.
1: Yes. And we were going to do Halloween stuff. And then we were like, let's do classic Sega Summer. And that didn't pan out. That was fun. But anyway. It's just been a a comedy of errors for the world. But a comedy of happiness for you having a baby. Yeah. Because that wasn't an error.
0: he has been amazing. It's fun being a dad. And, uh... Uh you know, I I still got to work through all this COVID business. I still got to keep Mm -hmm. my job. And my wife got to keep her job. So, even though she said to work at home for a little bit of it. But we've been fortunate through this crappy year of 2020. And I'm thankful for that. And um, mostly just working. And I've also been writing some interactive interactive fiction fiction on my spare
1: time. I have no... I have nothing to do. (laughs) Because I've been at home alone for the past... Like six months. Uh, I, I got laid off. You know this. But the audience doesn't necessarily know. I got yeah. laid off from my job at TU. And before that, I was sent home to work from home because I'm a designer and they don't need you yeah, at the location to be a designer. So I got laid off. And that sucked. Uh, and I've been home a lot doing chores. I don't have any funny stories, really. I have a, Oh, I do have a funny story. So my wife <laughs> broke her foot. Yeah. We thought we had COVID. And then my wife slipped on a slipper that was balanced on a rubber ball that my dog likes to chew on that my wife oh. has been saying for months is going to kill her someday. Oh. So she took a little tumble, and her foot got, like, bent back in a really weird shape, and the bruise is actually a stripe that goes diagonally across her foot. Oh, yeah. And she broke part of her foot, and it was hilarious. Bummer. Yeah. And now she's getting really strong, you know, she's like going up the stairs with crutches, uh, because we live in a split level level house, so there's a billion stairs in here, Uh, and I had like a, (laughs) the living room was a big hazard, where she slipped, there was like a rug. Covering up a wire for a surround sound system that I hadn't put up yet. <laughs> and it's just like a bare wire on the floor.
0: Covering up another ball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> covering up another ball, which is on top of a banana peel.
0: Yeah.
1: And inside the banana peel is a little man. Uh, <laughs> and he's playing Super Mario 64. Covered in canola <laughs> And he's covered in canola oil <laughs> in the middle of a room.
0: Vapor. Just room, just banana peel smelling distinctly yeah. of mixed vapor.
1: Right exactly. Um... But in all seriousness, uh, she slipped and broke her foot, she has the weird stripe, and now she's getting really strong, right? Because it's been like a week and a half, and she's having to lift her upper body weight so so often. So she's getting like really, really strong, really jacked. Um, but unfortunately, we live in Oklahoma, so in some counties, if she gains any more muscle definition, legally, I have to divorce her. Oh, so- <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, you know, good and bad. You take the good with the bad. What can I say? Yeah. let us go! So, before we move on, we want to announce the game we're going to be playing next month. And if you want to participate, the best way to participate with Retro Reset is to send us your comments to retroresetpod at gmail.com. Or find us anywhere on our social medias. On Instagram. On the TikToks. On the Twitter. Discord. We have a Discord. We'll put the link... in the description, but our social medias are all retro reset pod. You yeah. can send your comments about the game, you can send your memories, you can send your tips and tricks, whatever you want.
0: Send your tippy ticks.
1: Um your tippy talks. Next month we are going to be playing Turtles in Time slash. for the Super Nintendo. Slash. Slash, big slash. We're doing a console war this time, guys. Yeah. Hyperstone Heist for the Sega Genesis. So weigh in, right? We're gonna have some polls. Yeah? On our social means, weigh in, which one do you think is better? Hyperstone Heist or Turtles in Time?
0: Do we ever fix the phone number?
1: No. Okay. Yeah, the phone number is completely broken. Cool. The number will never be the same. Okay. <laughs> Google deleted our phone number. That's cool. Uh, you ever played Mario 64?
0: Uh, yeah, a couple times.
1: Let me set the scene for you guys. What we like to do is take a little time machine and play the games without... I don't think we ever got to this, oh, yeah. but without game facts, without guides, internet. and without the help of the internet. Yeah. But we do use the internet to recreate the playground style of playing video games. Yeah. Meaning, you used to get tips and tricks from your friends. You used to go to the playground, and a kid would tell you, if you played... Uh, Super Smash Brothers and defeated Crushing uh, difficulty on Hundred Man Melee fifty thousand times, and Sonic would appear. Yeah. And then you went home and you wasted your life. And you grew up to be a sad husk of a person. Yeah. That's what we like to do here. We like to recreate those experiences for you. Heck yeah. Uh, so I don't know why it always turns out sad. Uh, but that's what we're doing. And we're gonna we're just gonna put the little put the little coin in the time machine. Beep boop. Because boop, boop. So I forgot to put a, a I was just gonna make a, a soundboard app on my phone. Didn't do that. Forgot to do that entirely. It's fine. So here we go. Wow, 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 ah, wooga. That was just the toilet, Alan. Yeah, there you go. That was just the toilet. That's oh, sorry. That was just a regular toilet. Yeah, it's just the regular um, toilet. Um. Pay no attention to the regular toilet. That is not part of the time machine. We do not have a toilet in the time machine. Although
0: we should probably think about
1: getting one. Because so, sometimes
0: in these time machines, i I got to go to the bathroom sometimes.
1: Well, yeah. Sometimes you get a little hyperspace uh, sometimes detour. Sometimes back
0: in times, I have to go to the bathroom.
1: Well, sometimes you have to stop at a hyperspace gas station, and that's never fun. Yeah, that's well, creepy. Our time machine works through hyperspace yeah. travel. <clears throat> it's true. I um, know uh, so anyway. that,
0: that regular. It's
1: get like in hyper. Get into the time machine with us. Take a little seat. Climb see in, this? See? You see this or next to you?
0: I'm going to buckle you in. It's
1: a little leather you seat. You don't
0: even have to worry about buckling yourself in. I'll it's a it little leather
1: seat covered in canola oil.
0: <laughs> you have to abide by the
1: dress code. <laughs> it's of... very
0: slippery. <laughs> Just nothing. <laughs> okay.
1: okay. okay but, but seriously, get in this little leather seat. Grab yourself. Oh, what's that? Is that Surge? Delicious. Oh,
0: Maybe grab yourself a pack of. What's that? Dunkaroo? Oh, my gosh.
1: Dunkaroo is my favorite. Oh, my gosh. And Gushers? Hey, look. There's a, there's a vending machine over here. It's got 7-Up, but it's got corn syrup instead of real sugar. And natural flavor. It has unnatural flavors. It's the better kind. <laughs> from from when everything had too much sugar. It's Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi is right in our vending machine, inside the time machine. This stuff is awful, by the way. Uh, Crystal Pepsi is really bad. We did a taste test of it once. It was lame. Um, and just sit back, relax... Slide down in your seat. Take a sip of that surge. Get yourself real hopped up. Okay? Mm-hmm. And come back in time with us. Come on a journey to 1996. Insert sound effects here. I'm a tired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Makes fun. Me oh, now we're going. Okay. The- All right. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 and you just stop and 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 you just hear
0: Mentos, freshness, fresh I think we're getting close,
1: and you you pass <laughs> you pass by another sound, drink, Cooler <laughs> oh, you're going faster. I did not have sexual relations with the woman
0: <laughs> I'm plain an honest man, They're too far, too far.
1: If the boot fits, you must acquit. Wait, that's, it's glove fits. Oops. Whoa, we're back in 1996. That was crazy. crazy. Oh my God. And, oh man, 1996. What's it like? What are we going to do this weekend? We're just walking around. There's no phones. There's no social media. There are phones. There's no phones in your pocket. Just so everybody knows, we there- did have the internet in 1996.
0: Are there car phones?
1: It just sounded really annoying. Uh, yeah, there are car phones. Okay. Um, car phones showed up uh, in movies especially. You saw car phones in Lethal Weapon. Because mm-hmm. they had a car phone. They called back in the middle of the thing to, to, like, call back to the office. It's like this big weird technology in the movie. <laughs> it's just like... Let's take a moment to show that they can reach anybody anywhere. Heck yeah. Buy but our car even phone. Even though they have, they have police radios. Yeah. Why do you need the car phone? I don't know. Just to, it's to advertise. You have a phone radio.
0: Phone AT- AT&T is like, buy this car phone, bro.
1: Although they made up for it. Uh, because, you know, despite the fact that Mel Gibson is kind of the worst. That movie is also very, very political. Mm. Yeah. That's what you got to know about Lethal Weapon. It's <laughs> <That's> a complete <laughs> tangent. But let's just, uh, let's just see what 1996 is like. Okay. What do you think are the top movies of
0: 1996? Uh, gosh, it's going to be one. I imagine it would be one of the Back to Futures.
1: Back to the Future? 1996? I don't know, man. Back to the Future started in 1990. You know what? New, I didn't see a new up-to-date movie. 1985? I
0: don't even remember seeing a new up-to-date movie until I was like, like I think the last movie I saw... in it was like Marley and...
1: No, not Marley. Marley and Me in C-spot theaters? C-Spot Run. What is That's, that? It's a dog movie. Hey, we're in 1996. Stop talking about the future.
0: I don't remember if it came out in the future or in 1996. That's Everybody's going
1: to know. So here's, here's the thing. 1996, pretty good year for movies. We got Mars Attacks in the theaters. We got Happy Gilmore. We got Black Sheep. Right? So a lot of great comedy uh, coming from the SNL people at this point. Yeah. Which, like, I think personally... Uh, Adam Sandler was great up to a certain point. Yeah, maybe one of the best like writers of comedy movies in the '90s. Yeah, um, Swingers. Everybody remembers Swingers? Uh, did you see Multiplicity? Nope. Multiplicity came out that year. My family rented that movie every time. I don't think
0: I remember watching much up to date movies. Uh, what about the Nutty it? Professor? You don't
1: remember the the the, the appearance of Eddie Murphy's? Classic dress-up-as-multiple-people shtick. It was funny then. Yeah. <laughs> and then he did it too many times. Uh, we also had Kingpin. And, um... The Stupids.
0: Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> now, these are just the comedy it's the movies. It's
0: too. Dumb, dumb, and dumber.
1: Obviously, there's not comedy movies that came out that year, but we don't care as much about those. Uh, but what I do care about is that Matilda was also out. And The Frighteners. Another one that really stood out to me.
0: I think the only one of those I've seen is Matilda.
1: Really? Yeah. I've seen a lot more movies than you, I think. Yeah, probably. Well, so, around 1996, I definitely would have been, like, playing Power Rangers. Do 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 I would have been pretending to, be to be a Power Ranger at that Heck point, yeah. I think, still. If
0: I had friends, I
1: probably would have. Well. Yeesh. Oh, you know what? I was probably a little bit too old. I'm going to ignore your sad your sad story. <laughs> Because I don't care about it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I uh, 1996, I mean, I remember the year this game came out. Yeah. I remember, I remember walking into a muffler shop with my grandpa and seeing somebody playing it. Because I had heard about the Nintendo 64 at that point, but I hadn't really seen it yet. And I hadn't played any 3D games. I'd never played, like, a 3D game other than, like, Lego Island. So I was familiar with the concept oh, yeah. of, like, moving around in a 3D world. So it didn't shock me, but I was like, it did, like, it blew my mind. It didn't shock me to see, like, 3D, but it was like, whoa, this is amazing, because it was so smooth, you know? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was in a muffler shop, and I remember specifically my grandpa, I'm like, hey, can I play this game with these men I that you don't know? <laughs> these muffler men. Because there was these <laughs> muffler, muffler dudes, like, playing the game, and I was like, <laughs> can I try? Oh, and yes. they let me play. Do you know the muffler men? I I do know, know the muffler men. So lives down muffler lane? Yes. Okay. And they stick it right up your tailpipe <laughs> if you ask them to.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's nice of them.
1: Just uh, so mufflet. They I'm let stick me. They let me play. I'm getting to something here. I'm getting <laughs> something here. Okay. It's very funny. All right. It's <laughs> gonna make you laugh so hard. I'm gonna really set it up so that I can never really fulfill the promise. Um. So I'm playing it, and my grandpa comes back after an inordinate amount of time. I don't know how long it was, but he was at the desk haggling for a muffler price. He comes by and he goes, "Bet you didn't even get a chance to play one game, huh?" I'm just like, oh, Grandpa, you—it's not—that's not how you play it. You just run around and do things for fun, <laughs> yeah. you don't, It's just not one game, okay, it's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was really mad. I remember that how, very specifically. Like, didn't get to play one game. This how isn't a boor- board game, Grandpa? How many boards
0: did you get through? Yeah, I think my first experience with a uh, 64 was at the old at the old Walmart televisions. Mm-hmm. They had hooked up. You could play it on you
1: know. Oh yeah, And they had them in McDonald's. I never too. got
0: to play them. I got to see it. Right. The first time I actually got to play it was at my brother's birthday. It was an amazing birthday. I want to emulate at some point. Yeah. Where he had like the N64 on the big screen. And they had a little screen that had the Genesis, and he had another TV for the for the N64 or for the SNES, and another one for the NES. It just oh, had a Oh, beautiful! Of thing, like, if I know, get enough
1: CRTs, we'll be able to do that anytime. That's true. But what else would you have seen on the rental shelves or Probably not seen?
0: Wave Race 64.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. Because um, that was the launch title, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Wave Race 64, that's like Pilot 70 Williams, think, down the line of games that came out that year.
0: Pilot Williams was on there? Because
1: <laughs> like, idiots like that game. GoldenEye, might i really mean to you today.
0: Well, that's the subordinate thing, right? Yes. It's like yeah. Master Roll. Definitely.
1: <laughs> uh, Sorry, dude. Master... Duke Nukem 3D came out this year. Oh, yeah. So, big year for shooters. Um, Resident Evil. Quake. Super Mario RPG <laughs> came out this year. Oh, yeah. Weird that those came out this same year.
0: The RPG and... Is Which
1: is probably explains why it's a little bit less common. Because a lot of people were probably switching over. Um, on the PS1 side of things, you get Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Um, Elder Scrolls 2 came out. So, Daggerfall. Um... This was also a huge year because this was Pokemon Fever. And I didn't even realize this, but like Pokemon with Red Blue yeah. released in nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six is a crazy year. There's so many games. Listen to this Donkey Kong Country Three, Diddy's uh Dixie's Double Trouble. You got Diablo. You oh, got good Times. You got freaking Nights into Dreams on the Saturn. You got Civ 2. You got freaking Bahamut Lagoon, the game that always comes up when I'm trying to search for Lagoon. You get Kirby Superstar oh, in, yeah. in, in this year, uh, which was hugely popular. The, oh, yeah. I don't think the 64 took off right away. No. Uh, die Hard for, P- for PlayStation 1.
0: But, I mean, that goes into Come what we were on. saying earlier.
1: Well, yeah, this was definitely the year of, like, PS1 versus N64. And Sega Saturn was there, too.
0: Oh, yeah. And Sega <laughs> was over there in the background. Like, hey, guys. How's it going? I'm hey,
1: here. you want to program for this, like, really, really hard to program for thing? Do you want to hang out sometime? Nope. Oh, okay.
0: I'll just die in a quarter. Uh, whoops. Dreamcast. Sorry. <laughs> maybe,
1: we'll, maybe we'll just try again with the Dreamcast in a couple years. There is a, and I I say this as a Sonic fan. There's a Saturn in the room right now. Yeah. I collect Sega stuff, but, you know, they made mistakes. Yeah. We all know that. Uh, So, yeah, we're in 1996. You go into a Blockbuster. You pick out a little Diablo. You smell the... (laughs) Because they rent PC games. They actually did rent (laughs) PC games. If you went in Stillwater, nobody went to Blockbuster in Stillwater, first of all. Blockbuster did not come and take over the business in Stillwater.
0: Hastings pretty much had the...
1: That's right. That's right. It cornered And Hastings was a more local operation at the time. They were a much smaller, like, sort of regional uh, rental place. Yeah. And you could go in there, and you could rent PC games. I rented a Sega Saturn that year and played... Oh, um, well, yeah, No, rent. not that year, but I rented a Sega Saturn and played Mega Man 8.
0: You can you can rent consoles. I Your parents just didn't that.
1: want you to do it because they had to put down a deposit. Yeah. They'd have to put down, like, a $100 deposit just to, like, take the console home. Yeah. Or maybe a $50 deposit. I can't remember know. I never
0: rented a console.
1: I played Mega Man 8 one weekend on a Sega Saturn. My parents rented for me. (laughs) And that was all I played that weekend. And I didn't even beat the first level. Oh my god. It's hard. (laughs) I don't know if it's that hard.
0: Man. That brings me back. I, I think the day Hastings went under.
1: That was sad. It, it had the
0: same TVs it had when it first opened.
1: In the front? <laughs> yeah. It was really bad convergence issues. Yeah. And like Of course, they moved
0: by then. I don't, were they moved by 1996? The, because originally they were in the old AT&T building.
1: I think in 1996 they would have been in the AT&T building, yes. Okay. So there was like, you would go in there at the time and they had these huge skylights. I know I'm I just know like talking works, about memories, yeah. but... It had these beautiful, huge skylights, and like like half of the building had this like these big glass panels. Yeah, I remember. And that. Um, they had comics. That was like the first time I got Sonic comics and started getting obsessed with those. Uh, that never changed. Um, and uh, I remember getting the Tales comics specifically, which I read to death. It was yeah. like a little mini series of Tales comics, and I was like obsessed. Um, coolest thing to ever happen to Stillwater was Hastings. Yeah, it's too bad. Rip in peace. Era. Uh, different era. Yeah. But hey, we can go there right now. Yeah, we are there. Because we're in 1996. We're staying there right now. Yeah. Man, the carpets are disgusting. Yeah. Oof. They are. They need a little vacuum. Yeah, they need a little vacuuming. Yeah. But and it's
0: okay. Looks over fine. there right next to the... I remember, if you walk in on the right, Super Nintendo games were right there. Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> I think on that back wall... Yeah. Was the Genesis games. I mean, they, they might have mirrored it. No, the NES mirrored it. Mm-hmm. And then like a couple aisles over were the strategy guides. Right. Good times. Oh, and the cheat manuals. Oh, yeah, good times. Games Revolution. Oh, Not totally. Was, There's was a magazine that I used to get. Mm-hmm. Good times.
1: Uh, well, Mario 64 is definitely a game I feel like people like us. I, I, I The only reason I got to play it the year it came out is because I played it out of muffler shot. Yeah. Right. But otherwise I would not have come into contact with it. Same year. Like, we I, lived in a rural area. We didn't get a sixty
0: four for like another year.
1: I got one a couple years later when um, my parents got it from a uh, they got it from a pawn shop. Another place that's gone in town called the Hawk Shop, which was a really cool pawn shop. Hawk shop or hawk shop two? Hawk Shop Two. Oh.
0: Anyway, anyways, so Super Mario 64. Super Mario
1: 64. What
0: console did you play it on?
1: I played it on the Wii. Okay. But, but, but. I did play it on a CRT. <laughs> I played it as, as original as I could muster myself to do. Yeah. Just because all of my stuff is in storage right now. I have a Nintendo 64. I have a, a Pikachu Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah, it's And his little cheeks glow red when you turn on the console. He's a little cute boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I have the game. One of my greatest regrets is giving uh, an ex-girlfriend's brother a Nintendo 64, because that was my Nintendo 64 when I was 12. You did a lot of
0: weird things. You gave your Wii U away.
1: (sighs) I got it back. The point is, is that now I have a Wii, and I can just play it any time I want. I do that sometimes just to save my systems, though. What about you?
0: I played on a 3DS. Yeah. DS version. How'd that go? It was...
1: It was... I guess we'll talk about that. Yeah. yeah well, we'll, we'll get how did that
0: it. go? Well <laughs> oh, Where boy. do I begin? Where do we begin?
1: Uh, were you able to finish? No. No completion. Um no, I didn't I know. didn't beat it either. I got to like thirty six stars. Times. I think I got to like the upstairs area and then just kinda I got pretty close to like getting enough stars to beat it, but not I
0: I got like I, I got all the way to Firelands. Uh, fiery lands. Mm. I think I had like Forty-eight, fifty, something
1: on there. Oh wow, you got more stars than I did. Yeah,
0: I went back and tried to do. I just like
1: to unlock the it's stuff as I go along. Yeah, I didn't like.
0: I didn't like the red coin levels. so I never did. Hmm. But
1: uh. Not a fan of the red coin collections.
0: No, because I always would get like seven of the coins and then die. Because okay, my main qualm with the DS version is uh, it has right. the advantage of being able to play as Luigi right. and Wario and and stuff, but. <clears throat> Well, let's let's they, let's wait for the gameplay. Okay, we're let's, not there yet. We're not there yet. i was just gonna say, in broad terms, yeah. I wish I'd played it on a console.
1: Okay, all I'm right. Saying,
0: I I think I would probably have preferred it.
1: Super Mario 64. Uh, the manual. I didn't. This is one of those games I never really looked at the manual. And honestly, I have no idea what it looks like. I have no idea what's in it.
0: I never. I don't think I ever did either because it came with the console. Did did it. Was it a pack-in game? I think it was. At least it was when I got it.
1: Right. I don't remember. Well, a... I do know a couple of fun facts about the game. I did not I did not do a huge amount of research for this episode. Yeah. Um. Because Super Mario 64 is one of those games where it's been covered pretty extensively by a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so this is more about what the experience of the game is like for you when you're playing it without any other outside assistance. Uh, Which, it does have its issues. Yeah, it does. Occasionally. Um, But, just to give you uh, a little bit here, I did find a really cool fact. Um, There's a great interview from Schmupulations, as usual, which is a developer interview from 1996. And uh, the game and, and Super Mario's movement were based on an anime character by the creator of Dragon Ball Z.
0: Oh, yeah. Akira Toriyama?
1: Not an anime character, a manga character. But yeah. So Akira Toriyama had this manga called Dr. Slump. Oh, yeah. um, And Dr. Slump is like a comedy. I've read a little bit of it uh, as a kid because it was in Shonen Jump. Uh, Yeah. Do you remember Shonen Jump? No. So it's this huge, like, black and white, like, newspaper, newsprint magazine. It's like this thick.
0: And it's just this guy jumping. And
1: there's, like, (laughs) chapters of different manga. Oh, yeah. And you read a new chapter every month.
0: Yeah, right. they they have like phone versions of that now.
1: Yeah, it's like a phone book. It's it was like as thick as a phone. It's a book. manga book, and there were a lot of sexually <laughs> suggestive images in it because it was for teenagers yeah. in Japan. Uh, but the point is, is that you would get this magazine, and sometimes they would have like, movies. oh hey, you know you like Dragon Ball Z? Here's a story about a little girl who is a robot and has powers.
0: Okay.
1: But anyway, they based her movement, uh, Mario's movement, on this little girl character character interesting and she's got i'll I'll post a picture on our instagram but she's got her arms out to the side like mario does when he runs oh yeah when he does that that's based directly on an image from akira toriyama
0: doesn't yeah doesn't Doku's run like that
1: um a lot of anime characters run with their arms back this character does with her arms out to the side okay let me show you the picture i'm just gonna give you a little little preview a little tasty taste (laughs) That's black. That's nothing. There you go. Oh, yeah. There she is. Right? I mean, that is like Mario 2 a T. T. That is. And she has a wing cap. Yes, she totally has a wing cap. And they use that in the game. So, I just thought that was really neat. It's something I'd never heard. I'd never heard anybody talk about that. It's it's
0: interesting how, like, the influences of Akira Toriyama have carried on through several video games.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, obviously the obvious influence on Chrono Trigger, but... Uh, I mean, Toriyama is in in well, obvious Dragon Quest. At
0: least, yeah. At yeah. least we keep running into him anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, Akira Toriyama's work is like incredibly influential. Yeah. But we do seem to keep running into him. And I don't know. So that was cool.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: Um, the interview is really great. I recommend you read the whole thing. Uh, and we will post that, as always, in our social media. So what was your experience like starting it up?
0: <clears throat> okay. So first of all, I was excited because the main reason why I picked the DS version was because you can play as different characters, mm-hmm. like right off the bat. Yeah, and it was like otherwise, you have to like mod in sixty four to be able to play as like Yoshi or Peach or whatever.
1: Which we found out L is real.
0: Yeah, L is real.
1: L was real all along. Yep. Uh, Luigi is in the game, according to a hack. Yeah. Uh, everybody, well, not a hack, but like a data dump or whatever. Yeah. Somebody like leaked a whole bunch of information. Anyway, go
0: on. But yeah, uh, yeah. I know, I realized as soon as I started playing it that mm-hmm. uh, I think it's part of the reason was because I was playing it on a 3DS and I had, didn't have a 3DS XL, and I feel like maybe it would have made a difference, but um, the graphics almost. They were pretty. Since it was a DS game, I guess it was worse, but the, it was the camera. There mm-hmm. was so much trouble with the camera. I don't remember ever having that much trouble with the camera. I remember. The, I remember just thinking the graphics were a lot more muddled than I remember them, because I hadn't played the sixty four version in a long time, and for some reason I expected the DS graphics to be like on par, but they really weren't. Mm. But other than that, like um,
1: I'm glad th- I didn't choose to play it on yeah. Wii U.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, would have <laughs> like I remember it took me a while to get the movement thing down, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just so clunky. I don't remember it being that clunky, and then we just got done streaming it, and I remember thinking like, oh, geez. Yeah, mistake. <laughs> but I played a little ways into the game. I mostly just went through, got a few of the stars, and mm-hmm. I realized that, um, like, what's neat about it is like you could. There's these enemies running arounds with uh, the other characters' hats, so mm-hmm. you can change into that character if you pick up the hat. Right. But what I couldn't figure
1: out because you have started. I Yoshi, never could.
0: Right. Start, yeah, I think you start. I started as Mario.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you. Oh, have you played it before? Yeah. So I think originally. If I'm not mistaken, you start as Yoshi and I you have to free Mario.
0: I didn't restart the entire game. I just picked up from I see, I see. You picked off. up where you left off. Yeah.
1: That's probably for the best because it is annoying at first. Yeah. I remember getting the game and being like, this is really cool that I get to play as Yoshi, but how come I have to unlock every character? This is a pain. Yeah. And it takes a while.
0: Yeah. I just wanted to see if um, my main question was, was it as good as I remembered it? Right. And I picked the wrong game, I think, for that. At least for that port Yeah But I Because like you can pick up the characters powers You can play as other characters But I couldn't really remember mm-hmm. If they had If like Mario or Luigi could jump higher If Wario could do the ground pound mm-hmm. Which was a weird choice to add Wario But I guess that's fine You can't have Peach Because that's the one you're trying to save Yeah that makes yeah. sense
1: It would have been fun to have Peach though Interesting though That it is the first game where you could play as Like The first like mainline Mario game Yeah where you can play as Wario. Yeah. and it'd be more I wonder if they translated any of his movesets from uh, the Wario Land games. I don't think so. No?
0: It's all the same movesets, just right. different character models. Right, right, right. And uh, I remember, because I, I was playing it, maybe, because you figure it would be easier with the 3DS, right? Because you have the... The circle pad? Yeah, you don't have to use the D-pad. Right. But I, it seems like I had worse trouble with it. And maybe that's part of the reason why the camera was so janky.
1: There's a reason for it, too. Yeah. There is actually a reason for the circle pad not working super well. Yeah. Uh, it's made to be played with a D-pad. Oh, okay. So you literally only have eight directions. Yeah. You are locked into eight directions. Um, and with a circle pad, it becomes imprecise because oh, the software is trying to read it like a D-pad. Gotcha. Uh, so it becomes much harder, and you get locked into certain like directions. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, so that locking in is because you're playing on a D-pad, and it's so imprecise that they had to lock it in, so that you could move properly and like smoothly with a D-pad. Oh. Yeah, so it just it just ruins the whole experience. It's weird. Yeah. I, I, I busted out my my uh my copy of the DS game too. Yeah. Just to give it a try.
0: Yeah, I guess. That's probably because I uh, hadn't played on the sixty four for a while. Because normally I would expect it to work on the joystick, because the original game did, but the yes. port doesn't. Yeah, that makes sense because it came out on a on a console that didn't have it. Mm-hmm. I gotcha.
1: That's interesting. So uh, yeah, I
0: struggled with controls quite a bit, but I still enjoyed it uh, to a point until I got to the red coin things because the controls eventually became because there's you know, too much of a hindrance. More precise platform like in the ice level. I kept. That stupid lift. Mm-hmm. I kept flipping off the lift because I was trying to walk gently on there, and you end up like giving yourself a little bit more gusto than you expect, or you yeah. turn a random direction when you don't want to, and and what I, I would, I probably sucked into the sand when I didn't want to. It's yeah. hard to tell on the small screen; I couldn't see where the stupid sand was. Yeah, and the quicksand levels. I for some oh, reason I had it, a heck of time. Sand. I
1: can barely tell when it's on a big screen.
0: It was, of course, that was, it was a little 3D. Maybe it was because it's such a small screen, but I had a mm-hmm. heck of a time telling. I don't know why.
1: Well, probably, I mean, I bet the textures are a lot more muddled on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the DS, like, I remember loving it because it was, at the time, super cool to play a Nintendo 64 game handheld. Yeah. I remember being like, oh, man. Game Boy Advance is like a little SNES, and then this DS is like a little in sixty four. It was not. Nope. <laughs> it nope, was that was I, would, I was made the not. same
0: mistake because like I don't think I made that realization until just recently. Yeah. That oh, it's not it's not a sixty four port really. It's a no, whole no. new thing. Yeah. It's the same game, but it's different.
1: But they've rebuilt it with lower res textures and compromises. Yeah. But. You play those mini games though.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. those mini games are what brought us together.
1: It's true. That's, our, that's
0: how we, our friendship
1: budded. So interesting. Again, this whole I feel like this whole podcast is just about stories of our childhood. Well, that's gonna but, happen. Yeah, but um, main reference material is gonna be our childhood. So, do you want to tell the story, or do you want me to tell the story? I, don't know. I wonder if we remember it the same okay that's interesting that's interesting so if I recall you tell the story Clark, how you remember it and I'll tell it how I remember it if
0: I call correct recall collect I can't remember it as vividly as I could back then I'm mm-hmm. an oldie now but uh, dude you, I remember what got, the
1: lighting was like
0: I remember <laughs> it was during our debate tournament yep. right? and uh, you were sitting in the stairs uh, by was it in or M whatever those his upper floor was in and the lower floor was in I don't remember that part I remember section. the bus home. Oh, I remember. Okay, on the I, I can't wait to hear this. Okay, I'm i was sorry. sitting in the stairs, and you were oh. letting me play it. You were off doing something else, and I was sitting there playing like the card game and stuff. Huh? Like the memory one. Right, right, of, right. Or the psychic toad game, where you had to like, try to guess what it was.
1: Yes, that was fun. Yeah, I remember that. I really liked the one where you would like draw the um, uh, trampolines. So there's one on the DS where you draw yeah. trampolines for Mario, and he oh, like jumps up too. on those. I feel like the highlight the of that game games. was the mini games
0: and the, and the poker games, Luigi's poker. Palace. Yeah,
1: you just basically have a little casino mini game in there yeah, too.
0: That's what's really cool about the DS game is mm-hmm. you have all that. And instead of playing on Mario, when you instead of pulling on him in the beginning, you could draw your own pictures and pull on
1: it. Yes, that was really cool. Instead yeah. of like pulling on his face, and, it, and I
0: never draw like a penis or anything like that. It all be like you've there. never it's done that. It all all tasteful,
1: really wholesome, all wholesome. Of so course. you remember playing it on the stairs?
0: Yeah, I remember playing on the stairs. What else? And, uh, I want to hear the rest of the story. I I don't like I said I don't remember a whole lot of it. Mm-hmm. I remember the, the 3ds. We were just finished with the debate tournament. Uh huh. For the day, de- yeah, that was the end of it. God, those things were insane.
1: They were really long.
0: I know that was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> the work what was it. It was uh, it was like four or four or five. It was like in a day long event. It was longer than that.
1: We would come home and it would, I remember getting on the bus and it was like sunset.
0: Yeah. So, there's three, I remember when we're leaving, we're, mm-hmm. it was at our at our school, right? No. This wasn't at our school? No. I'm pretty sure, the place I remember playing it is at our school. You're wrong. That's the memory I have. You This absolutely might have been wrong. after the first time we played it, <laughs> but this is the last time I remember
1: oh, So, are you thinking about the lock-in, the mock debate tournament?
0: No, the actual debate
1: tournament. The actual debate that tournament. That we hosted. We hosted, I remember that, okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were
0: there from like 3 p.m. to midnight, and right. we had to come back 6 a.m. and work till midnight. Wow. It was insane. I don't know if you remember that. Uh,
1: honestly, I must have I blocked it out. The, I
0: do remember the lockout, though. That was fun.
1: The lock-in was, like, a fun time. And I got, like, awards for how good I debated. And I never won in an actual tournament. Did I. <laughs> I. never, ever won. I never placed, ever. Uh, but I did do really good in that debate tournament at night.
0: <laughs> yeah. Side tangent, though. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you ever... Uh, Didn't do anything else besides LD? Did you do LD or CX?
1: I did LD, and I did um, Humorous Interpretation, and I wish we had... I don't know why we didn't Didn't do, man.
0: HD? Humorous Duo?
1: We never did Humorous Duo, and I don't understand why. I did with Cameron. We weren't as good of friends back then.
0: Yeah, I didn't know you that well. We
1: weren't, like, best friends when we were in debate. Yeah. We were, like, a great apart, and... If you don't mind, I'm just going to launch into my version of the story. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Because I remember the night we started hanging out yeah. for real. Um, we were at Bishop Kelly. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were, Bishop Kelly is a Tulsa Catholic school okay. with a bunch of weirdo kids in it. Oh, that was a BS. I say that lovingly. That was a BS BS year. I remember that. Oh, yeah. We totally got shafted. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I, I won a couple of those rounds, and they handed it to him, because I guarantee you that mm-hmm. Judge was, like, friends with that guy's dad. Yeah,
1: whatever. It stupid. It's like a rich... It, it's also... It's not really a rich people school. I have friends who went to... You know Alex and Drew? Bishop Kelly kids. Oh. through and through.
0: It spends a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just, just kidding. Um, But I remember uh, going to that school, and I remember uh playing my ocarina, Oh, yeah. And kids were getting irritated, but you were the one who was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And we bonded over that. And I gave you the ocarina, and I wiped it off, pre-coronavirus, pre pre pre-coronavirus, guys. I wiped it off, did not sanitize it, and let you put it in your mouth. Yeah, it's hot. Um, so, we immediately shared bodily fluids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right up the gate. Uh, Just licked each other. And, uh, and, and then I remember having the DS, and you were like, oh, that's really neat. So... We, we traded it back and forth a couple times, and then when we got on the bus, that's when we started hanging out for real. Yeah. We were like, okay, because we both had our own stuff to do that day. Uh, with debate tor- tournaments, sometimes it's really hard to like hang out with your friends because you're constantly flitting somewhere to go do something. Yeah. Um, But it lasts all day long for some stupid reason. It lasts so I stupidly do. long. I mean,
0: people just pitched out in tents playing guitars. just. Imagine just an entire, like, cafeteria's chock-full of kids just chilling out. Yeah. School's just, like... It's really weird. I think I had, like, four or five rounds over the course of that entire... Yeah, it's exhausting. And you have to get bumped up to the next rank. Otherwise, you just sit there.
1: And it's it's funny, too, because it trains you you to treat an argument like a game, which I think maybe is not great for... uh, (laughs) For discourse... Because you're trying to beat somebody, you're not trying to have an actual conversation with them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's supposed to make um, like critical thinking and, studies yeah, and stuff like that.
1: But they give you a they give you a position. Yeah, I know. And you have to defend it your best. But I mean, sometimes the position is actively wrong. Yeah, you know. But uh, anyway, we got on the bus, and I remember it was sunset, lights coming over the trees on the way back from Tulsa, and the drive's kind of pretty back from Tulsa. We're sitting there, like, talking and playing this DS in the dark, playing the memory game yeah. again and again and again until, until we could end. win. Yeah. But we played that memory game forever. Yeah. Uh, and I remember being like, ah, oh, this kid's cool. Yeah. I, I like this guy. And um, I don't think we really became best friends until IHOP. Yeah. Or until Walmart. No, it was way before IHOP. It was, well, it was Walmart. Yeah, Walmart. But, like, yeah, Midnight Pizza Club. Midnight Pizza Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, everybody knows about the Midnight Pizza Club.
0: Yes. And then like
1: Story for a different day. I but. remember
0: we used to hang out all the time. Remember we had to go through those articles and highlight all that stupid stuff. Yep. And, and that little room in the side, the little mm-hmm. side room she had in there.
1: I remember that. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. We my, had a lot of fun in one debate. One of my
0: biggest crushes was in the debate too. Yeah. Never talked to her. Uh,
1: who ex was it? my girlfriend was in there. <laughs> you can't tell me. What? You don't tell me. But who tell me my, later. Who my ex is? Who was your who was your favorite crush? Or who who's your who's your crush? Was, yeah. Oh, no, it was oh, it's me all along. You, you were my me. high school crush too. Yeah. No,
0: it was it's... Emily.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know if you remember her, I don't remember Emily that well. Yeah, no. uh, I do remember having a crush on Brittany Smith, though. Oh. Huge crush on Britney Smith in, in junior high. I don't high.
0: remember her. What about Alethea? Were you there when Althea yeah. was in there? Alethea was fine. I think she's gay. Oh, oh, huh. I didn't know that either. Oh, good for her. I know. I just, I just thought that was yeah. like, I don't know was interesting because the girl I dated that was in there Mm -hmm. that was we were broken up and then we went back together when we broke up again ended up dumping me for a gay guy. There's nothing wrong with that. It was just weird how it just kept being a coincidence (laughs) because I also got hit on by a gay guy that same year. Yeah, this is a weird year. Anyway,
1: only once in a year though because like that's like back then it was. Scary to be a gay person well, in Oklahoma.
0: It wasn't. It was scary. In my, I'm not going to get into it too much. Not, I'm not
1: saying it was scary. <laughs> if like other people were scared of you if you were a gay person, that's yeah. true too in Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, but but back in 1990, back, back in back in the early the 2000s, uh, if it would it would be scary to be openly gay here, well, maybe which that, is really sad. And that,
0: and that makes sense, I yeah. guess to an extent. I think this was like in 2005, 2006.
1: I got. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Stillwater would have been super homophobic. Yeah, back then.
0: maybe it was two thousand four. Upsettingly, homo- homophobic. I was in ninth grade. Yeah, and I had a gay guy like try to force himself on me.
1: Story. Less first. fun. <laughs> for a different day so (laughs) anyway what'd you think about mario i liked that (laughs) game it was good yeah
0: i like i said i regret playing on the ds right if i could take turn back time
1: if i could could turn back time (laughs) if i could actually
0: could we use the the time machine to go back like to before we start the episode could we go
1: see that share concert
0: can we go see that one to share out 996 too big?
1: I'm sorry. I'm looking around because I'm trying to find my notebook because I took notes. Oh. Because I'm about to talk about
0: the game. Yeah.
1: Everybody excited for me to finally get to it?
0: Yeah. You get your notebook and I'll tell people about how. I still, despite its shortcomings in the DS version, I still enjoyed it. Although yes. uh, the controls they are just a little gross. Yeah. And if you view it as uh, just a different like version... 1.2 of mm-hmm. Super Mario 64 instead of the 1.0 that's on the it's on the 64 itself. Right. It feels a little bit less dirty, I guess, because it's it's Super Mario 64, but it's a different version. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well the Wii definitely like is the original version. Yeah. I'm glad I played it on the Wii. I try to play on my Wii a lot just so I can reduce the wear on my original consoles. I own a lot of the stuff, but it's like, how many times do I want to bust out? my Pikachu in 60 form and like put hours on that. Yeah. You know? I don't. I do a lot of the time and I want to have them all hooked up, but at the same time it's like I don't want to ruin it. And it's kind of a collector's item, so I just like to I just like to keep the wear yeah, down not, as much as possible. They're not getting cheaper. Um but the uh Wii version I would say is about as faithful a recreation as you can get. Um they actually have adapters too. Yeah. What? Nice no. <laughs> Um, they actually have adapters too, where you can plug in your N64 controller. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I mean, they have them for Sega Genesis. I assume they have them for N64 as well. Uh, but they have Wii adapters. So there's a lot of Wii adapters now and they're kind of expensive sometimes, but you can like have really close to an original experience on your Wii pretty much with anything. Yeah. You know, um, so I played on that. I'm glad I did. It just how I remember it. Um, honestly, I play this game about once a year, so it wasn't that weird coming back because I played it pretty recently. Yeah,
0: I used to play it fairly often back when the 64 was a main staple in the old living room. But yeah, I <clears throat>
1: since I like to spend a Sunday every once in a while just playing it. I, I don't the- beat it. I just like to go back and and live in that world for a little while. Yeah, you know um but it's great but i was interested in what i mean everybody knows the plot of mario 64 right it's great you go in you got to save the princess you go into paintings uh that was a really cool new mechanic i thought but what i'm interested in is how it plays when you don't have any of the resources that are available to you as a player today how does it play when you haven't played it a billion times and i noticed some places where even i kind of got like hung up um, as somebody who has played the game a million times. No. And there's new things I'm learning all the time. I didn't know that you could do a sliding kick. Yeah. Learned that this time. Playing it for this show I learned that move. Yeah. Uh, so it's been, you know, it's been a long time. It's been, what, 20 years? <laughs> that game is like 20 years old. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So the camera, honestly, it's a little annoying.
0: It's a little yucky. A little,
1: a little yucky. A little yucky, but I feel like you get used to it pretty quickly, except for in some very specific situations where it's annoying.
0: Yeah. Were you a, were you a Lakitu camera guy or a Mario camera guy? Lakitu
1: camera. Yeah. Dummy. It's <laughs> I I really Look, they mean.
0: Had like, they had like a, like a an outer and an inner version of E. I I like
1: the outer version. Yeah. I really like the outer version. I like being able to see everything. Sometimes I go in closer if I really need to. Yeah. But it's really just situational. Um... But I prefer to be as far out as possible just because I like to have a wide view. Um, but uh, I do feel like one thing that I noticed with this game, playing it and thinking of it from that perspective of, like, 12-year-old Alan in his room with a Nintendo 64, after you, I feel like after you get 30 stars, the game gives you some, like, cool hints. Obviously, you have the signposts everywhere, which are really helpful, and they tell you how to do everything. Yeah. I like purposefully read a lot of them as I was going through the game because I was like, "What is this? What does this say?" Yeah, because I haven't read it in years. It's true.
0: When you, plus, I think even my original playthrough, when I saw a mm-hmm. sign, I was like, Pfft. "Yeah,
1: yeah, whatever." I don't have to read that, which was my downfall a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, but the, the the all the signs tell you how to do things. I would ignore the signs when I was a kid, and I think one of these moments where I run into something that's really difficult. Um. Wall jumping. And the game, I feel, does not adequately explain how to wall jump. Oh, yeah. And your window of opportunity to actually wall jump is so small. You don't get a slide like you do in the new Mario games. Yeah. It's, uh, this ain't easy town. You don't jump right. You bump off the wall Ooh. and go. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. And then you fall Ooh. and die every time. Uh, great, great impressions. Thank you. You—it was like Mario was in the room. uh, I could see the sweat glistening off of your black mustache. Yeah, what? Your your dyed mustache. Do you think Mario dyes his hair or his mustache? Because his hair is brown, his mustache is black. Both. You think he dyes both? Yes. They're both gray. Yeah. And he dyes them both separate colors on purpose. Yeah. Think about it. (laughs) I thought about it. (laughs) Seems weird. Seems like a weird choice. Or many. Wow, that was a weird tangent. That lasted a long time. In any case, I felt that the wall jump was hard. Yeah. I feel like if you were a kid, it would be hard to execute. Yeah, it was hard for me as a kid to execute the wall jump. I avoided that mission at all costs in, in the in the Iceland. Oh, yeah. I thought that would be particularly difficult. Were there any places you ran into where you had, like, a hard time?
0: Uh, mostly the lava place. And mm-hmm. I think that had to do with the twitchy controls. Right. I kept running into the lava randomly. And I could yeah. not for the life of me knock the bullies off.
1: Sometimes it's really hard. Actually, I have a note about that. Yeah. <clears throat> did you get BS'd by the bullies? Trouble with bullies. Draw them to the edge.
0: <laughs> yeah. I did that.
1: Because, um... You know what? What? They're six feet from the edge. And they're thinking maybe six feet ain't so far down.
0: But how long's the distance between the edge and the ground, are we assuming it's six feet? How do they know that? They're six feet away from the edge.
1: It's six feet. How
0: can they judge the distance of the depth without being six feet away from the edge? What? How can they judge the distance of the depth of the hole if they're six feet away
1: from the edge? Well see this it's it's, it's a grave. Oh, how do so, they know that? This is about creed. Oh, <laughs> Okay. So anyway, you go to the edge of the of the
0: platform. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this is another thing that yeah. I feel like the, the game does not explain to you very well, or maybe I just didn't read the sign thoroughly enough because I have ADHD. But if I'm a kid playing this for the first time, the bully's physics does not make sense or do not make sense. Yeah. How it works is the bullies, if you jump on them or into them, they will go the direction that you're facing. Yeah. And they expect you to play it by trying to constantly... The, the bullies in the fire level, they have the horns, they're like a, a ball. Yeah. You jump into them and they go... And they go like back, right? And they expect you to constantly run after this bully and, and jump into them. right. Yeah. The game that the game wants you to play, right? Is running after them and trying to be fast enough to push them yeah. the way they push you. But that's playing their game. That's playing right into the bully's hand. Okay? You can't meet the bully where he's at. you got to bring the bully to you. Yeah. Right? So what you do is you stand next to the edge and you face outward toward where you want the bully to go.
0: And then jump on top of them. You jump
1: on top of them. And no matter where you jump on top of them, no matter what direction you're going when you jump on top of them, they will go the direction that you're facing oh, when you hit them. Oh, that makes sense. So all you have to do is literally well, like...
0: I brought them to the edge, but I don't remember which way I was facing. You just got
1: to face outward.
0: I kept having an issue where I'd hit them and they'd go into each other. Right. And like then,
1: like say you hit them, say you're moving backward and you hit them from the back. Yeah. They will phase through you and go the other direction. Um, yeah. So you just have to it, had, it makes no sense and the physics aren't real.
0: I had to restart the level once. I was probably toward the time when I stopped playing it. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I stomped on one of them and they went through the platform and just sat underneath it. <laughs> I couldn't kill him. So I was like, okay, great.
1: That's amazing. Well yeah, that's that's one of those things in the game where like I actually think the game kind of falls apart a little bit. Yeah, not falls apart, but like that's part one of the places in the game where it's like this wasn't well designed. Yeah. Cuz the game sets you up as a player to expect things to react based on some kind of physics engine. Yeah. Uh because a lot of your movement is really just momentum based and you're like you're yeah. constantly flipping off stuff and you're so in control yeah. and it's so smooth. And then you get to this place where things don't work based on physics. It works based on an arbitrary like I feel like direction.
0: That could be because again, the 3D engine thing was new to both the developers as well. They yeah. not really know. They were experimenting with it. Maybe they weren't sure yeah. how it was supposed to work and that that might have played a, a role in it. But yeah, that is a little silly.
1: Yeah. But it did have really cool things too. And I feel like the game like I feel like the game tells you just little enough. Yeah. It gives you stuff on the controls. But it lets you discover all these other cool things. Because yeah. I, I have like a laundry list of like cool stuff that I ran into as a kid. Uh, stomping down on those pillars to lower the water. I discovered that before the game told me about it. Yeah. And it was like, oh cool. And the game does give you a hint later and it's like, You see those pillars? Maybe there's something cool over there. You yeah. know? But like if you're if you're me and you have ADHD, you're going, Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to get back to jumping. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna get back to being Mario. And um, the volcano, the inside of the volcano in Hotland. Did you go in? Yeah. Right? It's pretty cool. It's like, oh, crap. There's a whole thing inside this volcano. Yeah. Well, and it again, go well, but made it you like have the once. opportunity <laughs> as a player to discover that before yeah. the game tells you you can. Yeah. And that's, I think, what I love well, so much about this game. It's kind
0: of interesting because you, I think it's the same mentality because when you see the pyramid, mm-hmm. you're like, I want to get in that. So when you exactly. see a volcano, you're like... It's a similar structure. Right. You I could go in that. And then you're like, oh, yeah. And then you discover like that little secret underground underwater area mm-hmm. in that one level I can't remember the name of
1: ever. Um, Are you talking about... Uh, I can't remember the name of it either. You, you lower the
0: water level all the way up or down, and you go all the way down, and then there's like another... There's, all,
1: there's a hidden city. Yeah. That was the coolest thing to discover as a kid. And that's yeah. another thing. The game doesn't tell you it's there. Yeah. It's just this crazy city underwater. Yeah. And you find it all by yourself. And that's what I'm always craving in games. Like, I'm craving discovery. Yeah. Because I need novelty. ADHD, again. ADHD brain. And the second thing, and it's a wonder I like any RPGs at all. Yeah. I like some RPGs because I love the art style and the gameplay can be fun, but really I'm there for the story. But a lot of times, I can't make myself play an RPG, even if I like it, because I just want the immediacy of playing, like... Mario or Sonic? Yeah. I want to jump. I want to press the button. I want a thing to happen. <laughs> yeah. I want it to happen. I want to, I want to do with it.
0: Instant gratification.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm all about with games. I just yeah. want I want it to be as quick and as satisfying as possible. Yeah. And Mario 64 definitely does that for me. Yeah.
0: I, re- I never got to one of my favorite levels, which I think is probably the clock. I like the clock level.
1: Yeah. The clock level super cool. It's really
0: interesting. So, depending on where the clock hand is, mm-hmm. it will affect what happens
1: in there i didn't realize that was how it worked for a long time yeah i I, I was like what
0: is happening yeah i know it was i took it's like whoa you know you figure that out eventually i figured it out yeah it's uh, one of
1: those games that definitely teaches you
0: and uh i remember i i didn't i didn't really know this until i think the last time i played it I, i knew that i knew this when i started playing it but Talking mm-hmm. to the toads, they're like cloaked in the corner there. They're like they're hidden everywhere. Oh yeah, I didn't know like some of them would give you mushrooms or not mushrooms. Stars. stars. Yeah, but that was interesting.
1: Yeah, that was one of one of my favorite things too. Yeah,
0: and it's fun running around as all the different characters and stuff. Still spooked out by that stupid piano mm-hmm. um, and the big eyeball. I'm a big fan of that, or the carousel that I'm right. it not a fan of. But uh, did, what what's your favorite level? You'd say.
1: Oh man, there's so many that really stand out to me because of like discovery of cool things Yeah, but I gotta say I always come back to levels like Bob on Battlefield yeah. I always come back to levels like uh, Thwomp's Fortress I love Thwomp's Fortress There's so many fun things yeah. in it to like jump off I- of and try and I think I just love the playgroundness of those levels because they're so open. Yeah. I you spend so much time there that it becomes like a second home. You know every little nook and cranny, you know all the little secrets, you know all the little like fun things you can do there and you were teaching me new ways to play the game today. Yeah. Like um And that's something I really find cool about those. Like, like, like you. Once you played it enough, you find little games to play with yourself.
0: Like the the Green Demon Challenge, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. There's a we came up with a Death Stranding uh, variant of. You have to carry a
1: box without throwing it in Mario View mode. So if you if you are playing Mario right now, if you play Mario 64, you played it too many times. We got some cool challenges for you to try. Here's a pro tip.
0: Yeah, so the Death Stranding Challenge, go Mm -hmm. into Mario mode, first person, pick up the box, it's right at the start of bob on Battlefield, walk it all the way to the top without breaking it.
1: Up the mountain. You can do this with any level that has a box. Yeah. And a central focus, like a pyramid or...
0: Yeah. Yeah, see if you get to the pyramid. Another That'd thing, be kind of hard. That one would but be really a, hard. Pick a, pick a, pick a uh, distant, distant destination. Yeah. Try to make it there without destroying, losing the box, or dropping the box,
1: or, or destroying something. the box. Yeah. Imagine and, that there is a tiny, little fetus
0: attached to your attached your to the to inside the box. of your hat, <laughs> but inside
1: s- your hat also. Yes. It's in the box, and it's also in that hat. Full disclosure, I don't know what Death Stranding's about, and I've never played it. It's,
0: uh, You yeah. know how you know I described the Mario game, where you take a box to the destination? Yeah. That's the game. That's the game. You that's t- you that's del- del- you're delivery man.
1: That's literally the game. So anyway, <laughs> try that in Mario. It's a great time. And
0: another one, and I don't know if it's possible, but it's the hole-in-one challenge.
1: Oh, yeah. So we, you, we haven't actually tried this yet. We so. haven't tried it
0: yet, but what you got to do is get in a cannon, and the objective of the game is to shoot yourself... From a cannon
1: into... Don't shoot. I'm just going to isolate that audio. The objective of the game is to shoot yourself. <laughs> Kyle, 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 how could you say that? Oh, and my you God.
0: Know. Yeah, it's to shoot yourself from on can one you... cannon, propel yourself <laughs> in propel a cannon. Propel yourself
1: with a cannon.
0: From one cannon to another cannon hole. Yes. Just without touching anything.
1: Get from one hole to the other without touching anything. I don't know
0: if it's possible with any of the cannons, but something I'm going to experiment with eventually. That would be fun. Maybe we'll do a stream where we do some Mario
1: challenges. like. This. Yeah, that would be a good time. But yeah, I think overall, I would say this game holds up really well. I, I hear a lot of debates about this game, especially recently, because, number one, there's a lot of new people getting into retro gaming, which is fantastic. Uh, but this also means a lot of young people who haven't played the games before. Yeah. Um, and I see people going like, oh, would Mario 64 be exciting to players today. Yeah. Right? And obviously Mario 64 has come out in that collection, and we're saying, number one, yes, people have a problem with the camera. Yeah. um, I personally think that the camera is only really a problem in a couple parts of the game. Yeah. There's only a couple of challenges where the camera is annoying enough to yeah, be a problem.
0: I remember playing it originally on the 64, and... After you get used to it, you don't even notice it anymore. It's like a second thought.
1: It really is. It's it's like any camera in any ca- game. The camera... It, you moving the camera is an act that inherently is kind of awkward and weird and difficult. Yeah. In any game, you have to constantly move back and forth from, the, you know, your, your face buttons to the stick as well. Which can be kind of a pain in the butt to control the camera, right? And the buttons. Yeah. So... Something about camera controls have always been kind of awkward to me, and I feel like you just learn it. You just learn it, and this is just yeah. one different way to control it. And yes, it's awkward sometimes, but it's not that bad. Yeah. Like, to me, it's like, get over it. It's not that hard.
0: Yeah, you get used to it after a while.
1: I, the camera in Sonic Adventure, Let's just say, that's pretty bad. Yeah. It's I, a it's, little broken.
0: I could say, like, if you re-released it with the same you know engine and the same camera, it probably hasn't aged well.
1: Yes, but it's not as intuitive as it is today. It's not unusable. Yes. As long as you put in, like, 20 minutes, you'll get used to yeah, it. You
0: won't even, If you just get immersed in being Mario, you'll forget about it. But
1: I if like you cannot star. stand playing the game that way, I think they're updating the new version to have newer, like, more modern camera controls. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. That's what I heard, at least. I don't know if that's it fully be, true. It
0: would be a little weird, though, if you're dual-sticking and you can't really... Only sort of control the camera. I haven't played yeah. it on the Switch, but I imagine it might be a little jarring.
1: Yeah, I'm not but, sure. Uh, they, they, they didn't do that originally, but they didn't an update. And I yeah. don't know exactly what it changes. I just know that it makes the camera a little bit more modern.
0: Yeah. There are certain times when it's better to have Lakitu controlling it. Because like, when you walk under a bridge, mm-hmm. if it's following Mario, you'll just see the top of the bridge. You won't see Mario. But if you right. have Lakitu, it will follow Mario. But okay,
1: it's a little it, un- unintuitive and weird then. But again, first
0: generation uh you know third like 3D game for yes. Nintendo 4 they're experimenting
1: and i would argue i think the switch version nobody has done game. it better yeah nobody has no, i'm sorry not that's not what i meant i act will the, argue that in that year yeah and in 3D platformers of that time nobody did it better
0: yeah they they were the trend setters they were yes. the quintessential example of what you should strive to have your 3D game right act like yes and not very many people <laughs>
1: <laughs> Zelda wasn't bad here we go! So for for a verdict Yeah Would you say You're going to stay here in 1996 And play it as it is
0: I would play like 1996 Because I mean mm-hmm. If you know Like I said the, like you said The game's all about discoveries And if you know all the discoveries Then where's the fun in that you know? Yeah If you know where all the secret Little teleport pads are If mm-hmm. you know all the secret locations You go to to get the secret stars or whatever. Like, where's the fun in that?
1: Well, I guess if somebody tells you where they are, yeah, that's not yeah, fun that's, at all. Yeah, that's not fun.
0: I mean, it is fun if you're playing with them in person, I mm-hmm. think, because then you get to discover that yourself. Right. But if you have them... Or actually, it's not that bad if they tell you back then, because how do you know if you can believe them? That's true. Because they don't have access to the internet. Even
1: if it. somebody tells you directly, well, actually, the internet existed in nineteen. Well, I
0: know, but not as prolific as it does now. That's true. And...
1: You go on your Mario sixty four Usenet group.
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like through the cl- through the classroom, through the right. through the through the playground. If you heard that, you wouldn't know whether or not to believe it.
1: That's true. So, well, um, I think I personally would <sighs> if I had my druthers. I really love this game, and like I said, I play it every year. Looking at it from the perspective of somebody from the modern era, I would say the camera is frustrating but doable, yeah, but if I had my choice, I would say remake it.
0: I think they should just update the camera that's what I'm saying, yeah
1: but uh, but uh, but because the controls- remake the game, yeah, remake the game with Odyssey's engine, right? Yeah, take away the hat thing. That's all you need to do take all the other moves from Odyssey, right. Update Mario 64 with Odyssey's engine. Get a camera that's modern, but give me those same playgrounds that I had as a kid. Yeah. But like prettier, sharper, yeah, and bigger. More stuff to they do. They brought
0: back 64 version on Switch, but they didn't do much to update it. No. They didn't do anything. It was the that's same what I'm saying.
1: Game. I want a remake of that like, game. I don't Galaxy want to remaster. Gorgeous. You yeah. Know? I want to see Mario 64 as a modern yeah, Like Nintendo platform. That would be cool. I want those locations. I want that aesthetic. 4K HD. Because that game, I think, is so masterful in how it gives you these sandboxes to play in. Because you could just spend hours there. I want more levels. I don't want to spend hours anymore in Odyssey's levels. Because there's <sighs> nothing else to discover. And honestly, some of them are not quite as fun as Playgrounds. That's true. As if the w- original Mario. If you want to
0: talk about instant gratification. Like there's so many moons to get yeah Just constantly boom boom, boom, yeah, boom. yeah 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 do 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 yeah another one. another one yeah,
1: yeah it's it's fun, but it's a little bit less like exciting to me than playing mario sixty four because mario sixty four is like a little bit less upfront about what's happening. it's true. It, but enough. It,
0: it's a lot more obvious. Yeah, the, yeah.
1: And Odyssey, it's a little bit more obvious. So I want, I want that playground with Odyssey's like accoutrement. Right. So, to so speak. you
0: want Odyssey, but with like hidden cities underwater that no one told you about.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't want the game to direct me so much. I wonder
0: if I wonder if they design games like that now because they know the internet will ruin it. Maybe I don't know. It's kind of sad. You don't, you don't see platforms or, or Nintendo games anymore with like super hard to find secrets. Yeah, that's true. Or big Easter eggs, you know. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't do it as often. They don't they don't add these like extra ancillary jo- jo- Jones. Stones. Ancillary Jones. Yeah, my Hexler- name's Ancillary Jones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to ignore me. I'm completely an extra here. But um. Anyway. So you want to hear some uh, some stuff from our fans? Now that it's been like two sure, hours. So
0: we gotta, we got to ask the big question for everybody, though. I mean, would you buy it, rent it, play it at a friend's house?
1: That's a good question.
0: You guys let us know in the old me, comments section.
1: For this is an absolute buy. buy. Yeah. I, I need it in my house at all yeah, times. I need it. I need every version I mean, of it.
0: I need a separate 64 to put it in the console and just have it sit there. And
1: write it. <laughs> exactly. But,
0: yeah, no. You guys let us know in the old uh, social medias discord.
1: And you, uh, too, can play this game. Yeah. Any way you can. Uh, it, literally any way you can, because there's a lot of ways to play there Mario 64. This is not very something everywhere. you're going to have to emulate. People love this game. It's out there.
0: But if I was to re- I'd recommend, I would recommend staying away from the, from the, from the portable console.
1: You want to hear from our fans?
0: Yes, let's hear from our fans.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's hear what
0: everyone else has to say their experience with 64 was like.
1: And by fans, I mean some friends of the show. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so please, um, please send to our email uh, for the next game. Highly encourage it because you too can get your stuff read on the show. Uh, so let me just bring this up here. Got some comments for you.
0: Also, uh, are there still
1: iTunes reviews? Oh yeah, we should get to that at the end though. Yeah, we'll get that then. Um. Okay.
0: Oh right.
1: So, uh, this one comes from Devin Martin. He says it was the first real kid-friendly game I can remember. You can choose, explore, uh, you can explore, choose another level if you're stuck, and just run around if you want. It and Pokemon Snap are what make me remember Blockbuster the most. They were always overstocked on it, but there was always just the refill insert where Mario Kart should be. Until I was an adult, I never threw the pink one. Makes you a think. <laughs> Makes you a think. Yeah, You have to do the the hand Yes, of course Um, I threw the penguin immediately What does that say about me? Mm -hmm.
0: Did you know there's an option at the end of uh, Metroid to save or kill animals?
1: In Metroid? Yeah, Super Metroid Oh, Super Metroid? Yeah
0: Really? Yeah How do you do it? I don't know
1: Oh (laughs) (laughs) I thought you just killed everything in that game
0: I've watched a lot of AGDQ And one of the biggest donation incentives Is to decide whether they're going to kill or save the animals at the end of
1: Metroid. Super Metroid. Okay. And We're going to have to play through that one together. Apparently.
0: I never actually played it because Metroid never... Never ugh, mm-hmm. never interested me.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I'm really surprised. Yeah, I wasn't really interested. Oh, man. Metroid's so it's cool. It's too much of a, a mess. And I don't know why. Because like, everything's everywhere and they have hidden things everywhere. You that, get used to that's it. That's pretty cool, but at the same time, it's like so much... Well,
1: that's like, I, I feel like, I, I feel like, it, I, I have that feeling every time I start a Metroidvania game. Yeah. Um, but it goes away pretty quickly because those games are really well designed. Yeah. And you just need to, like, look for stuff. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, none of it matters what order you're doing it in, really. I mean, it does, but... I don't know. It's, I, it's fun once you get into it. Yeah,
0: that weird randomness, too. Like, you can run into any boss at any time and yeah. really not be prepared. But I think it's think... really
1: interesting, but it can be overwhelming. I totally get that feeling.
0: Yeah. But anyway.
1: Um, you want to read this next one for us?
0: Sure. Thank All you, right. Devin,
1: for sending that in, by the way. Thanks, Devin. This one is from Drew Joseph Allen, another friend of the show.
0: Oh, yeah. Good times. I used to run around Snowman's Land and pretend I, it was Mario's vacation home that he was visiting oh i could see that i did that too i could see that it was a nice little comfy place i don't even understand why now but i absolutely love doing that just simply walking around in that game was mind-blowing it's true even starting it up and recently quickly beating king bob almost was a blast clearly the 3d mario games have improved a lot especially the camera but even 24 years later still one this still this one still holds up remarkably well i agree
1: yeah I used it is to do that it's
0: just it's like a playground
1: yeah it really is I wish Sonic would do a game like this just
0: imagine how dramatically the game would have changed if they added a timer on each level
1: it would be miserable Ugh. I
0: know so I'm saying like but that yeah. would have that would have completely turned it around
1: uh, I'll read the next one okay um, thank
0: you drew for uh seeing that in yes uh Coat man is still my god.
1: um okay so we have one from Nathan Osborne here uh, I'm leaving the uh, uh, the best one for last, um, which is not this one. Sorry, Nathan. Sorry, Nathan. <laughs> um, uh, by by best, I mean guaranteed to rustle the most jimmies. Okay. Uh, so here's Nathan's, which will not rustle any jimmies.
0: Okay, I'll keep my jimmies. I'm
1: just kidding. I love you, Nathan. I'm sorry. Um, okay. I remember seeing it Best Buy uh, years before I had an N64 and playing it as a demo on that big uh, um, wall of screens they used to have. It was absolutely epic and completely blew my mind that the game could have three dimensions. The triple jump flip was obviously amazing, and I would just run around flipping and butt slamming. I never owned it myself, but I always wanted to play it. And, um, to play it, spent the night at friends' houses, spinning giant enemies around and tossing them to their deaths was endlessly satisfying. But those slide levels can go f themselves straight to hell. It's
0: true you so are hard to control.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Also, I love how the penguin will catch you for
1: cheating if you try to skip. <laughs> yeah, that sort of that's true.
0: I didn't even mean to.
1: I just he land. cheats. That's the thing. He rubber I, bands. I always got mad about it. Not only does he rubber band, but he leaves before you can even get to the starting yeah. line because he's a little turd. Yeah. I took it personally as a kid. I don't blame me. Uh, do you want to read the uh, the Jimmy wrestling? Sure. Uh, thank you, Nathan. Bradley. Thank you,
0: Nathan. You're an awesome man. <clears throat> it's a janky mess and does not hold up well, even compared... Oh, to sorry. This content. comes from Jason. Oh, yeah. Jason. Jason. Thank you, Jason. Uh, yep. I get it. It's progressive, but it's an exercise in why 3D platformers mostly started and ended with that console generation.
1: Yeah. So, it's a janky mess that doesn't hold up and was bad in the, in the time it came out.
0: So... It didn't hold up does not hold up even compared to Mario Sunshine? What does that mean?
1: Oh, I think uh he doesn't like Mario Sunshine. Oh. A lot of people consider that to be does the worst like... Mario platformer.
0: Why? Because you're reliable on Jet or whatever the heck is. I think
1: because What's it's name? it's not as polished as the other Mario's.
0: I can see that. Because cleaning up a bunch of ink is kind of annoying.
1: Yeah, the ink cleaning. The controls mechanic. seem great, but the controls are really good, but like there are problems for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for sending in your thoughts about Super Mario sixty four. That's
0: true. I mean, which is quite, yeah, and I really appreciate it. Just a little bit more of a side it there. It's true to think about though. Like as far as the three D, uh, the three D platformers pretty much ended after that.
1: After the sixty
0: four. For no, I mean on the 64th generation, there was Mario and.
1: Uh, Banjo oh, Kazooie.
0: Banjo, oh, there were. What are you talking about? Six, talking Sixty-four.
1: About? There were a billion mascot platformers. That's true. I what think. am I talking about? I personally think that those kinds of platformers went out of style because shooters became more popular, and that just overtook everything. So people, people started desiring less cuteness. What I'm getting out of this in is their Jason's games. more
0: of a COD fan.
1: Yes, Jason yeah. is definitely I would consider that PS One player. Right, He's, we were talking he was about with the Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I don't I don't think Jason is necessarily like a huge uh, Call of Duty fan, but he definitely plays more <laughs> like um, <laughs> he definitely plays more of those types of games though. Yeah.
0: Anyways, thank you, Jason, for yeah. sending that in. Yep. We appreciate seeing the other side of the coin sometimes.
1: It's yep. Helpful. Even though you're wrong. Yeah. You're <laughs> totally wrong. i totally wrong. It's worth. Just... Uh, jump off a cliff. Totally terrible Jason.
0: opinion. Most terrible opinion I've heard of anything ever. Yeah. It's, it's the up. it's the worst thing I've ever heard
1: and, and uh, um I'm just kidding. Uh next time I see you, uh let's give you a little kiss on the forehead.
0: Big old kiss.
1: No, just a little one. No big one. Just a little uh, just the whole lips. Right here. All of it. On the forehead. Okay. <laughs> so
0: Okay. Thank you. I'm That's having 70%. I'm having
1: uh deja vu real bad right now <laughs> somehow. Huh. Very strange. I feel like I've had this exact conversation with, in this exact spot before.
0: I've had though I had one recently yesterday. Yesterday with deja vu.
1: That's weird. Yeah. What I was, happened?
0: Uh, it was sitting there. I was watching something on the TV, uh uh-huh. and the kid was doing something. I just remember him doing it. I was having a conversation with my wife. Yeah. About something that I swear we've had this conversation before. I was explaining something to her, and I was like, "But I've explained this before you to you before, haven't I?" And he's like, "No, never did this before." I was like, "I swear we would." Well, then it just started instantly. It hit me like, "That's this, weird." It Feels like we've done this before. It all just started like this thing happened. Like, so what I, I said do when seen I this when I when I feel like I'm about to have deja vu mm-hmm. moments, when I'm in a deja vu moment, I'll do something that instantly, right off the cuff that I wouldn't do during the deja vu moment, mm-hmm. because you kind of have some foresight in what happens next. Right. So you're like...
1: Uh, so you have to uh, break the, you have to break the cycle. So you have to... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's broke. You have to break the cycle so that you don't get Final Destination. Exactly. That's the so, real
0: truth. So a beam doesn't come crashing down through the ceiling and kill me.
1: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Dude, do, do you remember the part where that lady gets sucked up in the elevator? No. I didn't watch Final Destination.
0: Woo! Scarred me for life! Have you watched Hereditary? No. That'll scar you for life. It's pretty
1: okay. good. It's pretty good. Cool. Scarred me for life. Five stars.
0: Five <laughs> stars. We'll do again.
1: Um, I well, know, guys, I movies think
0: movies and stuff like that don't usually get to me, but I we're gonna go off on another sign tangent. Uh, so I guess we should probably uh, yeah, this this is, tell me about let's, it. Let's tie this up.
1: Dude, this is gonna be we, a nightmare to edit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what
0: I'm saying. I'll we'll save any more tangents for it extra life if we
1: do. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. Uh, please play the next game. Which is TMNT4 slash Cyberstone Heist. Yes. Depending on
0: which console side you're on. hmm Because next episode, console war is on.
1: Yeah, dude. Sega versus Nintendo. Brother versus brother. Uh, fresca. Fresca <laughs> versus Sierra Mist. Coat versus Royal, Royal Crown. Royal Crown. And Mega Blocks versus Legos.
0: Oh, Legos. <laughs> That's not even a battle. I know it's
1: not a real battle. Connects uh, versus Legos. Oh. Still Legos. <laughs>